It is Thursday, February 3rd. And yeah, I got to admit, ever since I got the office, Thursdays are the one day that's a little rough for me. You see the dogs that I bring to the office with me, happy and sunny. They don't really understand that, hey, dad's got to get going. He's got a 7 a.m. live to do. So uh, yeah, a little bit early this morning, but that is okay. We are here because it's the daily financial news. And of course, at 7.30, we talk to one of your favorite experts of the week, Mr. Jonathan Twomley. So look forward to that conversation. We actually have several discussions today, including the Three Amigos, which is a fan favorite. Again, One Rental at a Time is a different channel because it is just not me. It is eight or nine millionaires talking to you about all things that are going on in their business, the economy, and things of that nature. So like, subscribe, comment, and of course, again, subscribe to the channel. I'd like to see if we can't get over to 25 new subscribers today. If you haven't subscribed yet, hit subscribe. Let's see if we can get 25 new subscribers today because, again, you got to like the sign, right? Anyways, first, we must congratulate three people that did the work. Here we go. Sujit, nice job. Darius, nice job. And PJ, nice job. Folks, if you don't know what these is, these are like my tickets to count how many people one rental at a time has helped. I'm on a mission to help a million people get their first or next rental property. On the way to that, we started with a goal of 500 in a year. And what we're gonna do then is we're gonna give a big check to a food bank. We're gonna do something crazy like dye my hair purple and a few other things. But yes, be a part of this. Subscribe, like, comment, share articles. Let's just have a good, good time. Uh, Again, PJ, Sujit, and Darius, your cards will go out shortly. Well, folks, I was right again. I've kind of indicated for the last three or four months that uh, I was very nervous about Q1. Uh, We are now seeing more and more analyst firms kind of lower expectations for Q1. I want to be very clear. I think what we are about to hear in the next 30 days is something from the 70s and 80s. We're talking Jimmy Carter era. If you're too young to know who Jimmy Carter was, he was a one-term president uh, that was kind of at the chair when uh, inflation and unemployment were running rampant. Folks, there was this index. It doesn't bring me any joy to talk about it, but there was an index called the Misery Index. Kind of an ominous title, but one we are going to have to pay attention to. The Misery Index is actually rather simple. It is a mathematical equation. It is simply the unemployment rate plus... CPI. In in normal times, the misery index is below 10 in normal times. For example, in January 1975, the misery index got all the way up to 19.9. It peaked in June 1980 at 22. And as of April 2020, that was when the economy shut down and employment skyrocketed. It went to a high of 15. One sec, I'm going to pick up Sonny. Hey, Sonny. Sonny really doesn't understand what I'm doing here in the corner, talking to you and talking to the camera. So say hi to everybody, Sonny. All right, sorry about that. But what are you going to do? It's live. So again, talking about the misery index, uh, April of um, 2020, it was made up of 14.7% unemployment and only 0.3% inflation. Again, the misery index can go higher either on unemployment 
or inflation, or a la the late 70s and early 80s, both. And that is what we are about to go through. So pay attention. It's going to be talked about. We're bringing it here first. It is, uh, it's one of those index that once it gets quoted on, you know, the talking heads on TV, it will be quoted everywhere. It's actually something that's been tracked. You can look it up, misery index for other countries. There are some folks with misery index over 100. That's kind of frightening. So again, it's annual inflation, think CPI, plus unemployment. So again, this will be something we talk about a lot. Uh, those of you asking about Happy, Happy is a good girl. She is asleep under my desk. Sonny's the one that's like, what are you doing over there in the corner? I uh, don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you did. Facebook or Meta had an ugly, ugly report talking about uh, you know, subscriber uh, uh, attrition, uh, uh, ad revenue, just all kinds of nasty things, including uh, inflation and supply chain issues cutting ad spend. Yeah, not good. I wonder if that's going to hit Twitter. I think Twitter reports next week, uh, one would think. But it, basically, advertisers are backing away. On top of that, Facebook users, especially the young crowd, not coming back. They are going elsewhere. Facebook is uh, in, in some trouble. Uh, and also, I wrote this down somewhere, Meta um, Reality Labs, this is Metaverse, lost $10 billion in 2021. This is likely to be expected. This is all startup capital. But still, that is a big number, $10 billion. Uh, and again, it likely shows why Facebook is one of the only companies that can really tackle laying the groundwork for the metaverse. Uh, I think I have an interview with Dion from Dion Talk talking about uh, virtual real estate coming out today. Uh, it was an eye-opening discussion, so shout out Dion for that. But again, lots of things going on. Not only did Facebook disappoint, but Spotify disappointed. Slow down in premium subscriptions, subscriptions, excuse me, a la Netflix. Folks, this is all telling a story. Consumers are retreating. Frankly, worldwide consumers are retreating. Remember our conversation about Starbucks yesterday? Remember Starbucks 90 days ago? I think from memory, they were China, uh, China was down 14% same store sales, I think. 14 or 15, I think 14. The, uh, the consumers are getting nervous. January jobs number tomorrow seems to keep going down and down. The low guess now, negative 400,000. We're no longer talking plus 200, plus 150. We now have uh, PNC saying negative 400. So let's do an over under on 400,000 job loss in the month of January. Who's going to take the over? God, I hope it's the over. I really do. Negative 400. Oh. Okay, I'll take the over. I'll take, oh, do I want, no, I don't want the, mm. I'll take the over. Negative 400,000. Uh, who's going to go under 400? Wow, we got a 500,000 guess already. That's amazing, folks. We'll see. We'll know in about 24 hours. Buckle up. It's going to be interesting. Uh, PayPal. PayPal obviously came out the day before. Uh, but they're actually high, PayPal, PayPal, highlighting inflation. It is bringing down consumer spending. 
Wow, I'm glad I talked about uh, Q1 being weak, right? We talked about the, the caffeine high from Q4 with suppliers. We talked about consumers retreating. Yeah, Q1, I think Q1 is going to be negative GDP. It is. And I think I'm going to talk about that with Jonathan Twomley here at uh, 730. I now, again, go back to the fact that stagflation may be the best we can hope for, with the worst being a recession. Not good. Been reading some articles about Milton Friedman. If you don't know who he is, he is a Nobel Prize winning economist. And Milton Friedman is very clear. Milton Friedman basically says inflation is always a monetary problem. Basically, too much money chasing too few goods. So if you want to beat inflation, there is only one way to do it. You have to constrict the money monetary policy. He actually called it constrictive. You have to have constrictive monetary policy. I didn't even know that was a word. I had to look it up to make sure that Wikipedia wasn't uh, tricking me. Constrictive monetary policy. My, my conversation with Jason Hartman, which we have another video coming out, I think at nine o'clock today was amazing. He and I disagree. He thinks the Fed is a, a cheap suit. I think they're gonna come out strong but probably relent, we will see in very short order. But the reason this is important is because it's all about, as Jason says, the cost of money. The cost of money makes the system go. Right now, essentially, the cost of money has been nothing. So we have seen stupid lending, stupid businesses continue. We need a cleansing. And I'm not sure that Jerome Powell and the Fed has the backbone to do it. But again, if you want to beat inflation, we need a recession. Again, remember, I'm not negative. I try to be realistic. And I want to remind you that a recession is good. A recession is good. It's a cleansing. It's sort of like taking out the underbrush of a forest. Also, let's not forget that recessions are times to get rich because you can take advantage because you're watching one rental at a time. You're doing the work. You're living below your means, you know your, you know your freedom number, all these things that we talk about, you're gonna pounce. Your average deal that used to be eight will suddenly be 10 and you'll get a couple. I'm ecstatic by what's coming, but you gotta do the work. If you don't know what I'm talking about, either get the money right course below or how I got started one rental at a time, join the Facebook group. It's, it's really, really simple. Uh, Morgan Stanley out with a note to private clients yesterday. Somebody shared it with me. Shout out. You know who you are that sent it to me. They are telling their private clients. We're talking DECA millionaires. That's 10 in case you're wondering. 10 million bucks to be on this list. They basically sent out a short note that was full of cover your ass stuff. Basically said, hunker down for a couple months. We don't know what's coming. And I thought that was uh, really good because I've been telling you that for like 90 days. So shout out Morgan Stanley watching the channel. Russia invades Ukraine. What happens if Russia invades Ukraine? What happens? Commodities move. The dollar moves. Rates move. Basically, fear takes over. It will be sudden. It will be abrupt. Then it will go down to loss of life, destruction. Are we dragged into something bigger? But simply the invasion, crossing the border, commodities up, dollar up, rates down, stock market down. It's, this, is, this is where we are at. And not, not only in the U.S., but in Russia as well. 
Russia, Russia's economy would take a hit for this. Unemployment claims, it is Thursday. Finally, a good number came in at 238. We were on a bad trend for a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, 238, slightly less than the expectation of 245. Bank of England raised rates again the first time that they did back-to-back -back raises since 2004. And oh, by the way, Bank of England is expecting inflation to top out at 7.25%. Today, it's in the fives. So they still expect this to peak. They expect April to be the peak. And then finally, if you are a self-employed borrower, finally some good news for you. FHFA has dropped all of the extra paperwork required for self-employed borrowers, uh, income statements, financials for the current year. They've dropped those. I spoke to Matt, the mortgage guy, and Stephen Dow yesterday. Basically what this means, self-employed borrowers on a scale of 1 to 10 used to be 9.5. Right? It was very, 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 very hard. With this dropping, it's probably somewhere in the seven. So it's not easy, but it's less hard, if you know what I mean. So again, if you're a self-employed borrower and you are looking to get a loan on buying a home, reach out to Matt, the mortgage guy. I think it's greater, great, I think it's greatmortgagebroker.com. If not, go back, watch this playlist. Remember, I have playlists with all these amazing experts, Matt, the mortgage guy, Anna, Jonathan, Omar, Greg, all of these wonderful individuals, Dion, Matt, the Lumberjack, it's just, we are here for you. Find your favorite. Most of them have over a hundred of hours of material. Nobody's gonna watch all of them. I am not confused. That's why I spend a lot of time making the titles work. So again, find titles that make sense to you. Enjoy the videos. We do five videos a day at one rental at a time because we are trying to help you get started, make the next move, avoid mistakes, and just have some fun together, all right? Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. I'm gonna look forward to talking to Jonathan in about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Bye-bye.